Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best Directory of Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to the Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, editor of Best Directory of Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Joining me is Brendan Noonan from our communications team. We're pleased to have with us today attorney Michael Salem from the law firm of Nelson, Thompson, Pegg, and Thornton in Los Angeles, California. Michael handles insurance coverage litigation matters for the firm, and he's a member of the tort and trial insurance practice section of the American Bar Association. Michael also recently authored an article on employee dishonesty coverage and the danger of expanding coverage to investment advisors, which is today's topic for discussion. And Brendan Noonan is going to lead off with our first question. Uh, Michael, the case of Bernie Madoff in particular received a lot of publicity in recent years. How has this impacted insurance coverage matters, and what changes have you seen? Brennan, I think insurers really weren't expecting some of the more creative arguments by insureds attempting to get coverage for Madoff and other type losses. There's been a lot of activity in the courts attempting to determine whether individuals such as Madoff might be considered employees of insureds for which there might be coverage. But if these scammers are not employees, in a nutshell, they are outside parties for which there is no coverage. The biggest impact of Madoff in the ERISA bond world is that retirement plans have had an awakening. People that thought they were covered if someone like Madoff stole their money now realize or should realize coverage is far from certain. Uh, Have insurance companies made any provisions in their coverage policies and plans? Well, the typical policies contemplated losses, for instance, from an employee who steals funds by, let's say, writing himself a check. And the policies contemplated that insureds might hire outside advisors. But the typical ERISA bond language didn't specifically address all the various complex situations that might come up with these scams, especially considering that the scams use separate legal entities as a key strategy. I think in the future we may see provisions specifically addressing some of these issues, especially as retirement plans continue to get involved with more complex investment strategies. But I think it's a little too early to predict what changes need to be made to policies because courts haven't resolved some key issues. But I definitely think underwriters and brokers have become more sensitive to the types of issues that can come up and some of the potential coverage pitfalls. Uh, Michael, how does insurance coverage impact a member of a retirement or a pension plan, and what should the average person be concerned about when putting money away for retirement? I think the average employee may think his money is safe when investing with the company retirement plan. But the average consumer and an employee need to ask who is really managing and handling their money. If the management board at the company is making uh, investment decisions, that might be very different than they're hiring an outside consultant. And employees need to ask if the management have given their money away to some trust or some other person to make decisions. The average consumer needs to have a good communication with their broker and brokers especially need to reconsider what types of policies to recommend to their clients and learn to ask more specific questions. If brokers are selling insurance to a retirement plan, they need to ask if the plan manages its own money or uses a third party, or else they can be stuck with lack of coverage. The genius, really, I think, of Bernie Madoff was that people in retirement plans trusted him so much that they gave him money to invest. He wasn't selling advice. And if your retirement plan is managed by a third party, the average retiree needs to ask that everyone handling his money needs to be properly insured. And Michael, can you comment on how the uh, ERISA law impacts coverage and litigation? ERISA contemplates that retirement plans need to have insurance, but ERISA is not clear how that insurance would work or who must buy the insurance. And this has really created a gray area for insureds that don't understand ERISA requirements. ERISA simply doesn't require that all insurers cover losses. Basically, insureds have argued that policy should afford more protection and cover any type of loss contemplated by ERISA. But since ERISA wasn't drafted with clear insurance requirements, courts have found it tough to broaden insurance policies. 
Do you foresee any changes to laws in the future from either state or federal perspectives? I'm glad you asked that because ERISA has definitely created a lot of problems in the recent past. I believe if we see more Madoff-type losses elude coverage, we could see some changes to ERISA by Congress. If ERISA was more clear, a lot of these issues would not come up, but I just don't see states getting involved in ERISA insurance requirements, but that is certainly a possibility. Michael, what do you see insurance companies needing to do moving forward? Insurance companies need to adjust their underwriting guidelines to consider that these risks still exist and case law is not cemented. Some insurers might consider editing their ERISA coverage language and should surely consider clarifying marketing language to better educate brokers and to avoid allegations that they confused consumers. But most importantly, insurance companies need to consider that their coverage may extend to losses they didn't intend to cover. Uh, do you see any foresee any major lawsuits or settlements pending? Brendan, uh, I definitely see that there are other Madoff-type suits on the horizon. I think there are retirement plans which escape major losses, but it could really be years before all the losses shake out. And if there's another major swing in the markets, we certainly could see a fresh group of insurance coverage lawsuits, and we could see insurance pushing the envelope on some of the issues that have not been resolved. Michael, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. That was Michael Salem from the law firm of Nelson, Thompson, Pagan and Thornton in Los Angeles, California. Special thanks to Brendan Noonan from our communications team and to our producer, Brian Cohen. And thank you all for joining us for the Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, visit podcast.insuranceattorneysearch.com or go to online directories such as iTunes or Google or Yahoo's podcast directory. If you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, joined by Brendan Noonan, and now this message. BEST's directory of recommended insurance attorneys is used by decision makers at insurance companies responsible for selecting legal counsel and representation. The printed directory is distributed annually to insurance companies, non-insurance companies, third-party administrators, and corporate counsel around the world, and the online edition is accessible throughout the year. Your listing in BEST's directory of recommended insurance attorneys is the most effective way to ensure that thousands of potential clients have access to your outstanding credentials. Here's why you should be listed in the number one insurance attorney reference. Your firm's credentials will be listed in our comprehensive reference guide, which is made available to thousands of insurance professionals globally, both in print and online. AMBEST listees are recognized as the most qualified in their field to represent the unique needs of insurance companies. Key decision makers rely on the directory to take the guesswork out of their selection process. They know that only the best are listed, those firms with a proven track record of excellence who are recommended by their insurance industry clients. And remember, one low rate guarantees year long visibility for your firm. We invite you to use our web application process to apply for a listing today. With our reasonable rates and broad exposure, there's no more effective way to get the attention of the insurance industry. For more information about BEST's directory of recommended insurance attorneys, visit www.insuranceattorneysearch.com. 